I had pressed it all this time. I, it takes forever. I was just telling him, like an idiot, I went to the PKA subreddit. And uh, I, I don't know why I do this. Maybe, maybe I felt good about myself. I had a really good day. It was fantastic. I, I woke up. I took a motorcycle. There's an abandoned castle in North Carolina. And the weather was great, but too windy to go flying. So I'm like, you know what? Let's take the motorcycle out. I ride the motorcycle out. I go just walking around this abandoned castle. I come back. I spend some quality time with Jackie. Then she makes dinner. It's a fucking home run of a day, right? And uh, let's just cap it off with some PKA subreddit. And uh, they said filthy see, to talk to... Oh, go ahead. Did you want to jump in? I, I just, well, we'll see. You just said all this to us. And so uh -huh. I just wanted, for the audience's sake, you know, you, 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 apparently they're, uh, they're not giving you your due with the drinking that, episode. That's right. So, so it says filthy talk a lot of shit True. in the drinking episode. And I don't recall filthy I don't recall shit. that yeah, either. That's not <laughs> how I remember it either. And then um, I closed the tab. But it said something like, you know, that uh, the hosts didn't drink. And oh, so you know, I'm just putting I'm just putting the contextual pieces together, and mm -hmm. I think I just did what the person meant. I do remember Filthy talking shit about uh, not being able to drink, about us as a group, or more oh. specifically, you guys being like, "Oh, you guys can't drink. You're doing a drinking episode, and that's what you're drinking." Like that's what I think might have been the shit talk they're referring to. Because I was trying to think of times he was being shitty and like trying to start something, and that obviously didn't happen. So that must right. be what they were meaning. <clears throat> yeah, saying that yeah, I he, can't he shit drink, on drink well. Ability is like saying I'm bad at skipping or something. Like it's just, it, my sense of self-worth is totally not wrapped up in my ability to drink. I, could, I couldn't care any less. I, well, uh, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, I don't understand what you're doing with that. <laughs> We're having a whole discussion here about it. Oh, okay, okay, I see. No, I, I guess what, it's not that I think, what, what I was saying was this. I know that I don't drink well, isn't I don't handle large amounts of alcohol yeah. and, and act like I'm not drunk, but I should get my fucking dues. I spent the night vomiting in, in the bathroom, clinging to the cold tile floor as sweat beads poured off my forehead. And, and you know what? A funny little story, like a little, uh, like, um, in a memento style, like parallel or Pulp Fiction parallel story. Right after that episode ended, me and Kyle were like, hey, you want to you wanna play Call of Duty? You're like, yeah, I'm pretty drunk. I'll play. And so we were both sitting down, like right after you had left, and we were just like, do you think, you think he's really throwing up in the in the bathroom right now? Because I wasn't 100 percent convinced. And Kyle's like, oh yeah, oh, there's no <laughs> doubt he's coming back tonight. He may not have hung up on the Skype call, but he's not coming back. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was so sick. It was awful, and I had like, I I had to render out the MP3 and upload the MP3 and upload the YouTube oh, video. And by the way, at the time, if you uploaded both at the same time, like the MP3 would get crackly or something. So like, there's a sequence, and I have, oh my god, it was so horrible. And I'm just like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, as I'm typing and and oh, I. And then I, I remember, like, their memory of, of it was this. Well, at least Kyle tried. Like, <laughs> you I did try. I, I'm I, sure I, you I, did, I but I did too. And the fans really noticed that, and I appreciate that. Yeah, they did. They did. I don't oh, go on there fuck. and read because... Fuck these fucks. See, Donald Trump makes that mistake. He goes and reads his own personal subreddit, which is like the Twitter. world yeah, uh, right. every oh, day. God. No, no it's, 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 he turns on <laughs> CNN and says, God damn it, they're talking about me again. Yeah. him at every channel. Like every channel, it's like Trump... Donald Trump, Donald Trump. If he flips fast enough, they'll say his name. Like it, it's the Trump it's thing. It's been a is wonderful. The 
So look, he's doing some stuff that you have to be excited about, right? Oh like, yeah, right. The, the, yeah. the TPP comes to mind. I don't know if there's anything else. Um, that, but the what's collapsing is the notion that he somehow plays five D chess while the rest of us are playing checkers. Like that horseshit. Like it, it, the New York Times unless, puts out an article today calling him a liar. Right? Yeah, Trump's. Uh, they didn't say Trump was a liar. They said Trump repeated lies, uh, and. There's two. Of course, there's the size of the inauguration, which is just, for some reason, thoroughly under his skin. And um, the other is he's going around saying that three million illegals voted and he really got more votes than Hillary. It's it, somehow he won a fair and balanced election that was just hugely uh, like illegals and corrupt, right? Those two things he wants to put together. And he's looking like an idiot. Um, but, you know, I... I, I I am addicted to my news feed lately. I've been watching all the. I try to get up to speed on this TPP thing, right? Like, let me lay out what I've learned. And you guys can correct me if you've learned anything differently. So um, people think of the TPP as this American-Asian type thing, but somehow didn't include China. It actually included Canada and Mexico, too. They also have Pacific coasts. And um, it had some things that were good in there. Uh, it had labor laws, so right now, and environmental laws, right? Which is like an area where Mexico kind of kicks our ass, for lack of a better term. They uh, they just ignore labor laws. You know, maybe they employ children. Maybe they dump chemicals in the river. That makes it hard for American companies to compete on an even playing field when we put these restrictions, like no babies full of chemicals in rivers or whatever. So um, the TPP would have evened that playing field to some extent. Um it also had a lot of like electronic and like intellectual property right protections. So like right now, kind of what happens is America will invent some pharmaceutical that's very expensive to create, but easy to make afterwards. And uh, we just get ripped off. So there are a lot of people who feel like that's a great thing. Like yeah, India gets better drugs because someone fucking like yeah. just copies Well, it what takes Pfizer away the did. incentive for companies to be like, hey, I'm gonna provide $10 billion in R&D. Uh, actually, is that financially viable? No. No, they're just going to generic rip us off right away. Well, let's not research medicine. Exactly. Is basically it. Yeah, yeah. So so companies like Pfizer were getting fucked by like these Pacific companies, and the TPP would have supposedly protected that. Also, um, America makes a lot of IP in term, or intellectual property in terms of like entertainment stuff, and we were going to be protected there. Software, Hollywood, whatever. Um, the downside of it is this. I feel like every time there's free trade, we lose. And I can't tell you what in the TPP was bad, only that every other one in the history of ever has been bad for America. So I'm very suspicious, right? That That's my take on the TPP. Do you guys have something different than that? I, 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 that see, I'm kind of on the same page. Like, I just I, know that whenever that Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump are going to agree on something, that it's probably right. Like, like, like It seems like everyone hated this thing except for Hillary Clinton uh, until she was told to hate it. And uh, <laughs> and it's it's Obama's baby. Um, and it's it's well well past its due date. It's over. Trump's in charge. And it doesn't matter whether it's good or not. It's gone. McCain like, loves it's, it's, it. Lindy, Lindsey Graham loves it. I think Paul Ryan was in favor of it. Like a lot of sort of establishment people were in favor of it. Doesn't yeah, matter. Could be corrupt. Like yeah. Um, could, and I don't know if these are the responsible people, you know, who are just going against the grain. Like, the only thing I don't like with the whole like Bernie people. Trump, like supporters who are now really in favor of it is like. Hmm. The way that it's framed, at least in a lot of articles that I read, is they'll say something like, the TPP has facilitated trades with 
Mexico and we are deficient in those trades by 20 billion dollars and then you're just like oh my goodness like that must be a horrible trade deal like my god when really it's like oh if you break that down it's because we're more of an importing nation of goods that are produced in Mexico we're not b- buying piñatas from there out of fucking pity we're buying goods from Mexico that we want because they're providing yeah, it, at a better cost that, that 20 billion dollars they talk about they frame it as if it's the it's the balance at the end of transaction that we are yeah. left losing 20 billion dollars at the end of our our trading mm-hmm. back and forth when in reality what it is is like they needed twenty billion dollars more of our shit than we needed of theirs. Yeah. It's not a zero sum game. You got wealthier when you were like, "Hey, this dollar means less to me as a dollar than it does as two heads of cabbage." And so you give the dollar, and they say, "Hey, what a coincidence! That dollar means a lot more to me than these two heads of cabbage." And so you both are coming out ahead. Trump is really it's just interesting important. with the facts uh, when it comes to numbers like that. Like he'll say he'll use that uh, the trade deficit with China. He's like, I don't remember what it is. It's nine hundred billion or something. He's like nine hundred billion. Can you imagine that losing nine hundred billion? You're like, well, we didn't lose nine hundred billion. They didn't steal nine hundred billion. There's just nine hundred billion dollar disparity between how much is imported and exported with our in our Chinese uh, relationship. Or my favorite one. China announced that they were going to build, like, I don't remember the number, but let's say they were going to build 500 factories. They announced that they were building 500 factories. And he used that, uh, basically what he said from that was, look, we just lost 500 factories. 500 factories were taken from us. And it's like, wait a minute. Well, I guess, like, but did the Chinese ever... (laughs) <laughs> was there ever a scenario where we thought the Chinese would build those factories in America and like have Americans build their shit just for a lark? Like, 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 <laughs> like is going to do it. A steak. Right. He's not like robbing me of that steak in a way because I could have gone to whatever local grocery exactly. and purchased yeah. it. That, that, that's how he's looking at it. I don't know. The Trump thing is really entertaining. I watched it all day today, and what I saw was CNN and Wolf Blitzer and the entire news media uh, across the world really get bogged down. And, oh, I got him. I caught him saying something that's not accurate. And they're so focused on, like, him, like, arguing about the crowd size. And mm-hmm. they're so focused about him, this silly remark about there were uh, three to five million illegitimate votes or votes that were counted in- improperly. Or, like, the-, the statistics he's citing are all bad. Um, but they're all real things that-, that at one time you could have read and had the opinions that he has. They've just all either been debunked. Or um, or recalculated, you know, the people who came out with the one study came back out a few years later and said, "Whoa, we were wrong," and he's not accounting for that at any step of the way. Um, I don't know. I think I think maybe I hope he's distracting people with the silliness, but it seems like he's really thin-skinned. I I, I don't um, think he's playing five D chess and you know doing some sleight of hand over here with these lies. I think what's really happening is the press is setting a tone that if he lies, he will be called on it. This is different than you can. Well, he see. set the tone, though. He came out, like, guns blazing on Saturday with Spicer. Like, like he's the one who's pushing this narrative. It, it's not, I, It's not like they caught on to some little tidbit he said and are, like, blowing it up. He came out on – Sean Spicer comes out Saturday ahead of his Monday scheduled first briefing of the, right. of the presidents, and he's like, hey – I am coming out Monday. I'm going to do my thing then like I promise. I just want to come out here, get you people out on the Saturday to let you know you're a bunch of scumbags, all right? Because Big Daddy Trump's out there working hard. He, like, he like tried to shame them. He was, he was like, let's do a little math real quick. The first section, that's 250,000 people. Second section, another another 200,000 at least. And he keeps going. And I just feel like he's like doing math in his head. He's like, all right, are we a million yet? Are we a million yet? <laughs> Holy and God. then the, the parade grounds, that's... 
nine million people, probably. I don't know. And there were magnetometers. Dude, like the, just... the whole like five D chess thing. I'm on Woody's same page of that's not well, happening. too many D's for but, one thing. <laughs> but I, I but he will end up looking at some point like another media like a media media genius again because right now the media is shooting themselves in the foot so much with you, you can't you can't go the next four years turning everything up to eleven. Like if you're out of the gate speed is Mach one, like, oh he's he didn't just lie about crowds. He probably doesn't think that many Jews died in the Holocaust or whatever. Like just it, but gross, here, crazy things. So like they're they're really ruining their I credibility disagree. by not tempering their their critiques. They Stories should be saying have what a, more what a power when they fit an existing narrative. And this narrative is getting established that Trump is a horseshit bullshitter liar. But, right? Uh, and and now the next time you're frozen for me. They did that thing where we're both frozen. Uh, I'm back. Um, oh, sorry. But the, the, the next time that you know Trump says something, his credibility will be lower and lower. And Trump lies a lot. Trump is a bullshitter. And I know that there's this false equivalency, like, oh, all politicians lie. Bernie Sanders and Trump were both lying. Maybe, yeah, but were. not like Trump. Not like Trump. You know, Trump will go out and just demonstrably say things that aren't true. He will tell you, I weigh less than 50 pounds. Believe it. People are saying it. And it's like, dude, no, no. We can see that's like... Obviously, you're full of shit. This is uh, Hillary invented the birther thing. No, stop it. These things are just like you know. Obama wasn't born born in America. Stop. No, like you just you keep doing this, and you're ruining your credibility. Like, so, like, but, but that's not the way it's gonna pan out. Like this has been uh -huh. going like this for the last year and a half. Like all of their stones that they had ready to throw, they had hucked those stones, and he mm -hmm. still was standing at the end of it, and. In all of because they spent so much time, I think I could be totally wrong. I just think they've spent so much time turning every little thing up to eleven. Like you can't just let this little thing slide like you do with every politician. You have to, you know, really hammer down and drill in. And over time, it's going to make people be like, "This is bullshit." I didn't trust these. I don't trust these media people because the I, world is never. This I think black they may white. continue to trust them the, the same amount. But what's going to happen is and when he actually does something illegal. They're going to be like, well, Wolf screamed and turned red, you know, when he when Trump lied about how many people were at his in his crowd. Like, like he doesn't seem any more angry. What, what I think what you're saying is when you go to 11, it doesn't leave any room for Thank illegal acts. It doesn't leave any room for actual negligence of office or something like that. Like, like right now, he's it's it's just like oh, our per, our president has a bit of a shitty personality disorder, it seems. But hey, you know, that's not the worst. Let's see what his business says. Uh, Let's see what, what he's replacing TPP with. Let's see right. if he actually does have anything for health care. Um, you know, that, that's what we should be looking at. Uh, or maybe looking at some of his nominees and seeing if any of them actually are, are, are going to get turned away. Because they're not. So it yeah, really seems like when you like have it. that eventuality in your head, it's like, well, what are these Senate Democrats doing holding up our CIA director? Because I don't know anything about Comley Mike. Staying. Am I crazy? Oh, he's gone. No, no. they, they, they uh, FBI. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Com oh Comey's FBI. They oh, don't know oh. if he's staying or not. But, but the CIA staying, guy, yeah, so. uh, they 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 uh they they didn't even let the CIA guy continue his term until they had a new guy. They let him go on Friday, 
So mm-hmm. we don't have a CIA director as of now. Like, like we, if, we don't if have the one. media had like a concerted effort, like if they were all in a like a cabal making a big plan, I think the right move that they should have been like, all right, the second he wins, our narrative 100% changes to one America. We're all one America and we're all in this together. And we play that for about six weeks or so. You mm-hmm. know, when he makes a stupid mistake, you say, you know, we said before the outgoing of this that we were going to give him a shot and we're giving him that fair shake. I mean, you know, we think the American people, like if they played that and then, at the first like real big bomb we're like okay that obama never did and whatever the fuck they scream like then you'd be like okay this really amped up since then but because they stayed at 11 for a year and a half through the election and then they grabbed onto the first little meaty morsel of crowd sizes crowd sizes does america care and most of america's like no no i disagree Who I, cares? I, I i don't see it like that i see it like during the um election there was all this false equivalency well you know he says this she says this they're both kind of scumbags right and now there's a new thing trump is a liar and it better yet when trump lies they call him on his lies and hopefully hopefully my my dream not my likelihood is that he stops lying is that he has you know it reinforces his commitment to the truth and he knows that when he just does demonstrably false bullshitty things that he's like, well, I'm going to get blasted for this. I remember um, Fox News. I forget who it was on Fox News. It might have been um, Bill O'Reilly. But he was like, the Daily Show calls us out on certain things. And sometimes I see a bit or I think a thing and I say, nah, we can't run that way because the Daily Show will roast us. And uh, my hope is that Trump gets that thought every once in a while. Like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't just invent three million illegal votes. Or you well, know, he didn't pretend- invent them. He he thinks that that's a thing. It's been so, so people have come to him with information. Someone whose opinion he respects has told him these things, and now it's just in his head. It's just in his head that because. I saw those numbers. He's they they, they flashed his them on the facts. Then right, you know, because it it must be in his head. All the other sources that say it's yeah, not he, true. He is like it's infuriating to like he's so fucking frustrating to watch sometimes because it's like all you want to tell him is like just dude, Mr. President, can you just drop it? Like nobody. Like if you were to let this go, nobody would fucking care. Yes, like they would. Right. They would. They would harp on you for a second and be like, "This uh, inauguration thing is." And here's the funny thing about the inauguration thing. I I actually wanted to look into it and see how much bullshit it was. Like there was fake news within fake news in that thing because it was not as like that that picture they showed of like Obama's inauguration and then his inauguration with like the enormous disparity that was Obama's like at the peak and his in like the very big when people are showing up that day it was his at 11:59 p.m. Right but before you he see, started talking but hold on but you see in it's another picture it we're, we're talking about bit different images then the, there was one where it showed just like you could see so much white space and mm-hmm. then like it I just don't get why he didn't just say, yeah, the less people turned out. Did you think more people were going to turn out for a Republican in D.C.? Jackass? Like, really? Like, why in God's name would you expect it? That's what he should have said instead of being like, actually, you know, it was a, it was the biggest inauguration. If you what he should have done big, which I had do. the fucking inauguration in Atlanta, Georgia, and we'd have showed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, if he, if he had an inauguration <laughs> in Atlanta, it would be enormous. But well, he, like, it's, it's not. His, his inauguration was the most watched, right? It turns out uh, only Reagan had higher was TV it? ratings. This is what I'm hearing. Oh. Only Reagan had higher TV ratings, but that I was pre-internet. That. So when you add like the 14 million people that watched on the internet, like me, it's the most watched, right? And it's those records are going to keep you broken as, as America um, yep. 
gross. But like he could have said, yeah, all right, I get it. We had less people there. We had more people on TV. People are jazzed. You know, I'm going to get to work. And yeah. Or he could have said, hey, people had to stay home because of the uh, the rain. And I'll tell you what, the average Trump supporter, he's got work tomorrow. <laughs> he he should have just said, yeah, exactly. They worked hard. <laughs> You're an art. Was smaller That's the second so job. <laughs> I, I just like, said, you know what? Good point. Unemployment did drop during Obama's term. <laughs> he was playing. If he, this is why I don't buy the five D chess thing. If he was playing five D chess, when they said, "Hey, you, you peeved about Obama's inauguration being bigger," he would have said, "Yeah, you know, he, he definitely a bigger inauguration there. We both got blown out by Reagan. Am I right? Like, I don't think anybody's going to touch that guy. But you know, I'm just happy that people made it out to see me. I'm I'm looking forward so much to working with the American people and these great people that I'm meeting every day here in Washington D.C. Yeah, like, I, just I say that, and people will be like, "Oh, Trump, not quite as thin-skinned as we remember. Maybe it's starting to become thickening of the skin, Trump. But nope, he has to just get upset at the drop of a hat." There's Arnold not. said that protester hit him with the egg when he was running for governor. He said, he, he said something like, ah, maybe I should get him some bacon. Ha ha ha. He's just like, <laughs> as he's walking with the egg on him, like, just no, that was give really good. Obama did two things I can think of. Um, <laughs> one, at the very end, he was like, let's give him one more Biden bro me moment. And he like hugged Biden or something. This is like five days ago. And uh, another was the thanks Obama thing. I hope I have it right but you know everyone was saying thanks obama for things that yeah. obviously like weren't his fault yeah sure so, uh, Stub your toe. Thanks, yeah, yeah so he's got this big glass of milk and he put, tries to dip his cookie in it but it won't fit and he's like thanks obama so and they put it up on youtube but it was funny and like just that little moment of being the butt of the joke self-awareness and it dude it's really endearing trump has none of that Trump would like, not for oh, a moment. Oh, come on. You, you've seen his joke. commercials, right? Like, like that no. guy's comfortable making fun of himself when he's, a, a, at least when he's part of the discussion. Like, like he's got, you know, the eagle snapping at his hand. He's he's dancing he like do, an old oh, man. Was like, that in the commercial, the eagle snapping at his hand? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen it in, I didn't know. I don't, I'm, very, I'm exposed to very few commercials. So, I think he's uh, fine being I'd get fun him of, YouTube. but I think I, I, I like the, I have YouTube I think red. He has, he has a hard time d differentiating between like someone. I don't know. It seems like if the wrong person comes Twitter after stuff. him, he doesn't get that it's you're still being fucked with. He takes it as like a personal assault that he would be admitting weakness if he didn't strike back at. When in reality, it's like you'd be really like depending on the insult. You can't let some guy come in as like a reporter and be like, "Hey, bitch, answer my question," and uh -huh. then be like, "Oh, yes, sir, of course." You <laughs> like you have to be, but you don't have to like keep lashing out. Just do enough to show that like, yeah, I'm the president. You're not even worth my time to get upset at. I'm sorry, I got so much big stuff on my yeah. plate. Like, it, that's it, the me on YouTube has not set an example to follow, <laughs> but um, but there is something about rising above, you know, looking too big, like just not having time for people giving you shit that uh, that Trump hasn't quite figured out yet. The thing with Trump that like is. It's easy to get wrapped up and agree with a lot of stuff that he does, even if like you don't like the policies as much, which is why a lot of conservatives, I think, switch their free trade stances, because he does a good job having all the correct enemies. Like all the right groups of people dislike Trump. And so when you see, you know, Trump say something and you can be like, that's kind of not 
the brightest thing to say. And then you see people getting so upset and building it from the four it was to a hundred on the oh my God scale. Then you're like, okay, we must be doing something right because the correct groups of people are shitting their pants over it and throwing tantrums over it. It went really, that's not a good way to look at it. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you're right, though. Kyle said that too. Sucked in. Early when this is before Trump won the primary or anything, something like fifty billionaires flew into. Is it the Bahamas? Maybe Kyle coast, remembers. Off the, not quite as exotic. Just off the coast of Georgia. Okay, um, all right. So, so, so that like all these people flew their private jets in off the coast of Georgia to decide how they were going to stop Trump from being president. And it's like, oh, if all those super rich fucks hate Trump. Maybe I like this guy. You know who else hates Trump? Um, Trigley Puff. Do you remember her? The yeah. the woman with the enormously fat triceps. Uh, Carl oh, the Cuck. Oh, 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 AIDS skill Rex. Those people all hate Trump. And you know what? Like, I want them to hate me too. <laughs> I'm say? imagining a Tyrannosaurus with a big utility belt. Did I say it wrong? That's Skill Rex. How do you say it? Skrillex. <laughs> Skrillex. Ah, fuck. Well, anyway, if only my arms were longer, I could use these tools. <laughs> <laughs> I get to say that. The skilled uh -huh. toy yeah, anyway, Aid Skrillex. He, uh, I, I hate these people. And, and you know, like, you're right. But Trump you're, has the like, right enemies. 50 billionaires flying there, mm -hmm. and they're like, these 50 billionaires organizing against Obama. If you're someone who's on the firmly on the right, you'll probably be like, well, it's because he's coming after business interests. These are job creators, people who are running giant corporations. You can't just punish them too much. That's just not their salary when you look up, quote, net worth. Those are pensions, retirement plans, funds for the employees and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then if you say, oh, you know, these people are all uniting, all the same people against Trump. It's like, oh, you see, it's because he knows that they all know that they're going to get their loopholes cut, you know, because he's going to come in and say, hey, no more of this nonsense bullshit. And so I don't know. It's just the more you think That's about how it, you see it. Yeah, I, we've all been in a rich lens. guys club with Trump, and they're like, "We can't let him take the presidency." Like they're always comparing like their supermodel wives or their golden uh, uh, like sports cars, and suddenly Trump is about to take the greatest prize of them all, and they're all jelly. Oh, like yeah, imagine how awesome they were harumphing about that <laughs> island. Oh, as if this guy really thinks he can do it. Yeah. Why'd we meet again? Well, he might really do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was um, I was reading on Reddit about uh, a, a kid who came from a really wealthy family. I got the impression they were worth like $100 million, which isn't Trump level, but let's just call that super wealthy. Yeah, yeah. And um, anyway, he was like, it's not about, at that level, it's not about what you can buy because we can all buy all the stuff, right? Anyone can have this. It's about like access, you know, can you get Shania Twain to play at your kid's birthday party? I think it's a dated reference. Miley Cyrus, whatever, Who's, whoever's cool. Uh, you I know. can get Shania Twain to play at my birthday <laughs> <laughs> I got eight grand. Is that the birthday after the monkeys? So you know, but can you get this? Can you get you know backstage tickets to here? Can you you know certain cars? Right? They don't just you can't buy an F forty. You have to like work your way into the club by buying a California and being known as a car guy and whatever. So so these things are limited edition. These things that you have to be someone. With more than just money, you have to be in the, in the club, and that's where like the elite stuff comes from. Trump has grabbed the most 
elusive, exclusive prize to have ever exist. He is the most powerful man, the most powerful man to exist thus far in human history. People yes. will grab like Genghis Kong or something, but no, I'm talking about raw power. Genghis Kong had no nukes, right? Trump, King is Kong, Trump wins. Without any casualties. It's not even close. We, right. we even have more horses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true. But... I, I bet you're right. I bet the United States could assemble a horse armory to rival that of Genghis Khan, right? What do like, you think the biggest country is we could conquer on horseback? Oh, Canada? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. We could conquer Canada on horseback. No, yeah. we couldn't. Oh, we could. When they, when well, they, when... you get to have modern, okay, like like three drones. Like three, three freebie drones. <laughs> but all they do is uh, intel. Um, yeah. I, I, wow. I, I think we could take like a Haiti, you know? Oh, we could take Haiti with but a bunch just of horseback. Yeah. Oh, we, we don't even need the horses. We could do that on foot. Yeah. Well, I, do horses even help you? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not I, sure. I think, you know, for mobility, like if you wanted to get like 50 guys into like the center of the city with like machine guns and explosives and rockets and, you know, air support helping them out, like maybe horseback would could be done. It's not ideal, but, but. But it just—I guess—it depends how you what you de- what, what, how you're going to take over the city, the country, because you know I always heard the way to do it would be to take down all the power grids. Like if you could take yeah. down uh, uh, like very well, specific Haiti, locations. That checkbox can be pre-approved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take out you all the. No, not Haiti. I don't want to conquer Haiti. Somewhere better. Yeah. Dominican they Republic. Would welcome it's a... right next door. Same climate, much better country. Haitians if we could be like, you want to be responsible for us? <laughs> Please. Yeah. Why doesn't Puerto Rico want to be a state? Don't they? I don't think so. I don't no, they don't. I don't think they do. Okay, well that's stupid of them because we don't want them either. We don't want their debt and all their uh, all all their issues. It's because we like a fifty-one star flag looks retarded. Ah, uh, I've seen mock-ups of it. They just uh-huh. like stick a star in the middle or something. It looked pretty cool. Don't they just they, shift I, it or something? And it. Works? I saw one with like a, with, with like cool patterns of stars. Uh-huh. There was a circle of stars and then and then like stuff around it for the fifty-one. I don't know. There's a lot of different designs for it. Remember when we had the circle of stars? Was that like the thirteen colonies? Well, they've done it a bunch of times. Like when like like a um the uh the um the uh the flag uh, just prior to the um civil war that the uh, the abolitionists put together was a circle of stars and they were the non-slave states represented mm. i like the uh the circle of stars more i Here, do too i i have googled this just consolidate our states i Get found back to that. <laughs> i found a few 51 star arrangements mm. that that we Look could that. use i've seen the special circular i like that um yeah i don't know about the special you know, in yeah. motion. The checkerboard right, on the left was the one I was referring to. It somehow is a shift. I, I don't know how you yeah. get 51 because it looks like it would have to be an even number. But I guess if I counted them, they'd be there. Special looks yeah. unplanned. I feel like if Special you hired, looks like a it looks like it's moving. Like if you told a fourth grader to put 51 stars on there, you'd end up with special. That's probably yeah. how they achieved that it. That looks like, you know how Betsy Ross like was a kindergarten teacher or whatever, and she designed <laughs> the first one? Like, what if they just did that again? They're like, well, you know, we're one for one so far. You know, <laughs> Miss Appleby, could you give it a go? <laughs> it's got <laughs> fucking hand turkeys all over it. Like, like fucking looks terrible. I kind of like it's modified checkerboard. I'm sorry, General Johnson. <laughs> I feel like modified checkerboard. I want something more aggressive. I, I feel yeah. like we need a new flag for the 21st century. Um... I would like I, I like the stars and stripes being there, 
but I think we need 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 some weaponry displayed. Like I like those I like those flags that have like AKs on them crossed, or or, or like an old sh- like like I think there's a, there's an African flag with like maybe a spear and a shield or something. Like I, I think we should at least get the eagle on there, like the Mexicans have. Don't they have a uh, uh, the the, the uh, uh, an eagle on their flag? Maybe I, I, I saw don't know. a TED talk about flags. This guy talked for like 20 minutes about flags, and it was completely riveting. It was one of the best TED Talks I've ever seen. And I, I, think that, <laughs> I think that if you saw it, it would influence your opinion on what you're looking for. You'd be looking for a simple, bold, easily recognizable, and creatable flag. Not We've got our branding down pat already, so the stars and stripes have to stay. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can only add to the flag. You can't remove core elements of it or, or change them. Like you can't suddenly go to vertical stripes and like dot polka dots. Like nobody know the fuck we are. He, we already got all that stuff. Probably be set. influenced by the current flag. Like there'd be fewer stripes. And oh, those stripes are representative of the colonies, though. I I hear you. Um... I don't know. I, I I feel like our flag is hard to recreate. I think the U.S. overall has a really good flag. I found a nice top ten list here of the indisputably most bullshit worst flags of countries. <laughs> so if your country's on here, I'm sorry. Anybody right, from Kyrgyzstan? <laughs> the Union Jack is on here. It looks like your Xbox red ringed. Like is what this looks like. Like this looks like an Xbox logo. Yeah. It looks like they made this after Xbox came out, and they're like, "Nobody's going to notice. We're Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> <laughs> it they don't even well. notice when we don't show up at the they UN. Look- When's the last time we went?" <laughs> Kyrgyzstan looks like a uh, that that uh, that's a cool flag actually. It, it just doesn't look like a modern flag at all. I like Indonesia and Monaco and Poland. They all have the same flag. Yeah, that that's lazy. That's not good. That can't possibly be their flag. It's just red, white, red, white. In perfect four squares with a black line in the middle. See, Bhutan, well, Bhutan you, had the right idea with mm-hmm. something neat, and then they were late for the due date on founding day, and so no one was able to color in the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> they would be much better if they colored in the dragon, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't think so. I really wish you guys watched this TED Talk too. You would look at this and say, the dragon is the problem. It is far too detailed. It doesn't work at a distance, etc. Oh, we're going to recognize the dragon flag. Hey, is that Bhutan or the dragon people of space? Bhutan. Is that Bhutan or the Lannisters? (laughs) Or the Targaryens? Scroll down to and look at Haiti. It's number six. It is is clip art pasted (laughs) into the middle of blue and red, and that's it. It This is the worst. My God, how did this get approved? Dude, it's low effort down there. It, they have a, they're an impoverished nation, you know. This is. This is I don't hate Maldives. Maldives looks like they just couldn't commit, so they stole <laughs> someone else's flag, and they were they, or they made their flag, and they were like, "All right, we're ready to be a country." And they're like, "You didn't. That's not our flag, right? You realize that's already Sudan's flag." It's like, "Oh my God, are you kidding me?" Belize. Well, just put it in something red. Belize number three is my personal definition of terrible, terrible flag. It, it is like a. From to Belize. It has some (laughs) tiny words in there. I don't know what language that is. I suspect it's Latin or something. Uh, Translate that. It's got to do with an axe and a paddle and then a shield and a boat and a a seascape and another baseball bat, perhaps. You make do. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it (laughs) it is way too busy. Oh, America got second worst. Under the shade, I flourish. 
they put that there to uh to to troll the only countries they know will be looking at this list. Nobody from Belize is googling this. I'm guessing that Belize is a is a heavily forested land, perhaps. <laughs> it must be. People, well, that guy's just got a baseball. No, that's an oar. That's a paddle. He's got yeah, he's got an oar. I, I like to imagine to say it's a sexual thing. Yeah, I, I kind of like the Union Jack too. I don't know that I agree with aspects of this list. I like you, yeah, I like the Union Jack because each stripe uh, is representative of a different part of the UK. Oh my God, is that true? Look, yeah, the UK's got some real geography issues. Uh, they need to, they, you know, this is a subset of this, and this is a superset of that. Uh, and man, the, if you want a mastery a, of it, but, like, it would be, like, see, I'm it's sure you could get It's a Venn diagram of bullshit over there. There's some American stuff that's similar, right? You know, when you start talking about the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., and how there's a mayor of D.C., like, explain that to a, a foreigner, and they're like, but the president's there. Can't he handle that? And like, well, there's some local shit, and it needs to be handled, and, like, and then, then all we have territories, too. Like, who owns those Samoan islands? Isn't that us? Are we responsible uh, for them? Samoa for the Samoans. I, do, is it the Samoa? I know we own. You know some the Girl Scouts stuff. changed their cookie because it was offensive. Yeah, now what it's a change? Fat Islander cookie. <laughs> <laughs> you know they made two new cookies. Uh, I I heard about that. We talked about that, didn't we? Oh, but did what was we the cookie? I forgot what they're they added. They're both s'mores cookies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, that's they just right. sort of arrived it arrived there differently. My theory is they wanted to make a s'mores cookie. And, you know, like, all right, so we're doing s'mores. Now you guys have to come up with actual cookies that it'll be. And they couldn't pick. So they're like, all right, we'll do two s'mores. I think that's a, that's my s suspicion on how it and went Girl down. Girl Scouts should thank their lucky stars every day that they have the the whole, you know, charity angle going for them. Because as I've said before, put those out into the cookie-free market and very quickly you will see change in purchasing decisions. You will see, you know, they're all there. And they're going to be like, oh, goddamn, we stocked a bunch of these cookies. It turns out when you're not being guilted by a nine-year-old at your front door and you have <laughs> shit to do, people prefer Oreos. And yeah, I, I guarantee if you got a bunch of interracial kids to run around talking about they need books for school and selling Oreos, they'd make a killing. Like, they destroy the Girl Scouts. Dude, they're selling double stuff. They're going to they're gonna quadruple the Girl Scout. If a guy shows up to my door right now with the box of double stuff, so I'd be like, I, is this for charity? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How much is it? <laughs> Two for nine dollars? <laughs> this package is open. Um, you know what? Forget I'm, I'm I asked. Up, I'm, I'm saving up to join ISIS. What's that? Whatever. I don't care. Just give me the Oreos. <laughs> so I watched, uh, I watched a thing about uh, Habib last night on YouTube. I oh. got... I, the, uh, he's an MMA fighter, so Taylor knows he's uh, he's Rush in the same him. weight class as Conor McGregor. And uh, during his last fight, he's crushing this guy, uh, Michael Johnson, who's an established good fighter. Yes. He's crushing this guy in an embarrassing way, where it's clear to me, I think, that he's playing with his food. And he, while he's beating him up, he's like, "You must give up. I deserve this. You know it's true." And the guy, and Johnson, like, punches him in the mouth. He's like, he goes, "Okay," and he fucking elbows him in the face. Like, like, and Johnson's head's bashed up against the thing. The next round, he's beating him up on the floor more against the cage. And Dana White, the guy who's, like, partial owner of the UFC, or at least, they, they like, I don't know if he is anymore. He is a partial owner, and he also seems to run it. I don't know how much he runs it versus front. Yeah, that's that's a PR thing, I think. Um, yeah, I'm Dana White. I run the UFC. He makes some decisions Whatever I'm anyway. told. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he's talking to that guy. Out, He's beating up his opponent. He's like, Dana! I deserve it. You know I deserve the title. Come on, Dana. Get me that fight. Like, and he's just like, he's, he's, and Dana's like, win this fight first. Win this one. And he's like, 
I got this one in the bag anytime you want. <laughs> you know, like like I, however you want. You know, he's he's got this guy just destroying him. Well, I watched a, a YouTube video about him last night, and then I started watching more. And so this guy's from a region in the Caucasus called Dagestan, um, and he 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 was raised in altitude, but in a mili- by his militaristic father. Uh, and trained by his father in martial arts. And the, the narrator of the video says, hey, whenever you hear that someone was trained by the father, the first thing you want to know is, who's their father? What right does he have to be training someone? Well, let me tell you. And he starts breaking it down. He's like, at the age of eight, his father began training freestyle wrestling. And then, then he like becomes part of like the Soviet wrestling team or something. But he's also a national Sambo champion. Uh, and he's also, um, what's the other... Uh, and, and there's another um, uh, martial art that he's like a badass in. There's three. It's freestyle wrestling, sambo, and... Catch uh, wrestling? <clears throat> nope. No. Um, mm, maybe jujitsu. Uh, I, I don't recall what the third one is. It, I don't think it is jujitsu, though. Um, but in any case, it was, three, it was three disciplines that he trained his son at from, an er, from, from like the age of seven or something uh, at high altitude the whole time because they live in these fucking mountains. And they're also very, um, very religious. They're they're Muslim, so no alcohol or drugs his whole life. Like in this rigid system, like just training and wanting to be the champion. And and they said that there were two real career paths. You know, you always hear about like, um, like black scary neighborhoods in the United States. Like yeah, they had two options. It was either you know the gun or the basketball or the football or whatever. And and you know it guys either ended up in a gang or you know elevated themselves and got out with sports or something like that. Well, in Dagestan, it was like either jihad or or sports, and so he chose sports. But he put this. He's like put the. He, but he's like declared a jihad on the sports. Like he's putting all that, all that. <laughs> you know that he's putting all that uh, uh, intensity that guys normally put into like cooking up bombs in their basement and stuff. And he's he's putting it into, into mixed martial arts. Um, and uh, to hear him talk about his father. Uh, is scary. He, he's like, growing got... up, you are punished. You deserve it. They know what is best. They are elder. <laughs> like, his, his father did sambo, freestyle wrestling, and I'm not sure what you were looking for. He did judo that's it. and pank uh, racing. Judo, that's it. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, judo that they mentioned. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the really fascinating thing. They show him at the age of 10 wrestling a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, you know, it's not like a, the bear's not mauling her or anything. It's more of a playful, like, thing. But just, like, who, who here had That's access to a bear? That's become a big bear part of the legend, you know, that he sure, wrestles like bears and stuff like that. Dude, and, and so my numbers might be wrong, but Ireland has something like 5 million people. Is it seven? Okay. And uh, Russia has 120 million people? Is that 150 million people. And, uh, Seven times more. So uh, Khabib is like, give me the push. Give me the, give me a title shot, and I will rip that belt off, Connor. And I will open your market from those 7 million Irishmen to the 120 The country's Russians. got 150 million people, but only 85,000 TVs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't know what the deal is. I do know that Russians don't have that much money. There's a lot of broke Russians out there. Yeah, that's what if I were, if I were Connor, like when, if, if they do fight eventually, I don't know if Dana wants to do that. Uh, but if they did, it would be a huge fight, and it's one I really want to see. Uh, and it seems to be one that every a lot Dana of people want to see. It's going to be in Russia. Oh, that's going to be crazy. That's some five shit right turn. there. Rogan yeah. was talking about how passionate the Russian fans are. He says every Instagram post that he makes, it doesn't matter what it's about. It could be about on it or whatever those pills he takes are, or it could be about you know like him at a weigh-in for like Joe Lozon. 
there'll be like 30 guys on there who are like Khabib, Khabib forever, Khabib forever. Like, like just they're just blowing up with Habib. Give Habib the fight. He's, he's like, I'm not the one who picks the fights. He's like, I, 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 <laughs> if you could read it, you should do that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't put a word in for Habib. We yeah. should get Habib in there. Jail fought. Did you watch that, it. Kyle? I did I, watch it. I bought I Spike it. just to watch it. Uh, cool. I, I, I saw it on the internet. But um, uh, I did watch it live. I was checking it out, and I was very bummed. I, <laughs> All right, so I, I'm not good enough to know. I, I don't think that I, I don't think I'm, I could say, def definitively that that was a fixed fight. But I will say that if I were going to fix a fight, that's how I would do it. Um, you don't fix a fight by getting blasted in the face or, mm -hmm. or, or, or getting a concussion. Nobody wants that. Anybody who's ever been knocked silly knows it's a terrible, terrible thing. Um, so they're not going to hit each other like that. And I, the striking looked lame to me. I saw Tito came out. He threw a couple of punches. There was a jab, jab, cross, jab, cross, cross. And, and Chael kind of slips the cross, and it makes a little bit of contact, but like something that a professional fighter wouldn't even sneeze at. And then it's to the ground, and, and Chael has, it appears to have a choke, uh, but not really. And then from like half guard, Tito cranks Chael's head until his forehead did turn purple, but I expect him to deal with that. And to, and Chael taps, uh, and it looked it looked fake to a lot of people on the internet. I will say that for sure. Yeah, the internet seems to think it's fake. I feel like I'm not sure. Um, one thing is uh, Chael wasn't getting choked. The a rear naked choke, you kind of put your elbow under under the guy's chin and, and you squeeze these two things but it was like on his chin over his mouth kind of so it wasn't cutting off his blood supply having said that tito is a monster and yeah. chael might have been looking at a broken jaw or something you know he may have decided because i've tapped to um triangles and stuff that weren't in right but i'm like if i don't tap this jaw's breaking you know it's gonna yeah split. you're like this is more pressure than my jaws ever had before i don't know where it breaks yeah i don't know <sighs> Like right. like who who's ever had their head crushed like this with like some with someone pulling on their ankle and like crushing it like you don't know how much it takes to crush your own jaw like Sometimes like are we there you yet? Tap to a crank, Cavada, your face gets broken. And I think uh, he should have taken it though. Like like that's what Tito said. He's like he's like going into this. He's like if he broke my arm, he breaks my arm. If he knocks me unconscious, I'm gonna crawl if that's what it takes. He's like I'm not getting you know I'm finishing this fight. And Chael um, did not come in with that mindset. Chael has like four more fights on his contract with Bellator. I want to yeah. say five. Oh, I thought it was a, like a five, five. Okay, it could be. I thought it was it a six-fight deal, but whatever. It, 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 it's about the same. It, it, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fights. And Chelsea says he, he intends he to fight them all. Make... Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting at, yeah. And Wandy's um, in Bellator. I want to see him fight Vanderlei Silva. That's the big thing. Did you see? Oh, uh, he'll get his ass kicked again, I think. Did you see his like uh, UFC pick from a couple years ago and his mm. recent pick? Like just, just the musculature and the, uh, the definition. It's... When he got in the ring, um, I remember like like as soon as I saw him get in the ring, I was like, "That's what I would look like after two years of working out. That's it right there." Like like the, and, and like eating normal food, like like because we're we're the same height. He weighs like 190 pounds, like like in great condition, and he just had no, he didn't look like a pro athlete though. He just looked like a guy who works out. Like they, he they kept not. saying it was dad bod chael. You know, there, there's it two was dad bod chael. There's dad bod chael, and then there's basically clean chael <laughs> and yeah basically and, and we're saying dad bod i mean he looked he's, great like yeah. if we saw him on the i, I wish i had that like oh yeah that, yeah he's 43 I or is it 39 40 
He could be, uh, yeah. So I, I, I get mixed up, but I ate 39, 43. Both of those numbers are ringing bells. In any case, he's an older guy. Um, and you would think he could get on uh, testosterone. Okay. You, could, you would think he, would, he could get on testosterone legally if he wanted to. He needs some, it looks like. Well, yeah, most people can get on testosterone legally, but, but it's illegal in the, in the UFC. But I don't know if how it, much Bellator tests. I, don't I do either. think that there was a, I, I remember reading there was a clause in his contract or something. Like, he barely gets paid if he's not clean. He needs to pass those tests. Well, it's Tito, uh, Tito beat him uh, in yeah. what looked like a grappling match that lasted all of, like, three minutes. Um, so, huge disappointment. Yes. Uh, um, and I like Chael. And then, yeah. and there's no reason to like Chael. He's a bad person, right? Chael. The American gangster. He's a liar. He's a cheater. <laughs> he's a fraud. He's a felon. Right, you know, I like he's... fighters' names. I, I like when their <laughs> when their names are like fucking stupid yes. or make no sense. He's chill, the American gangster, <laughs> Sonnen. You know who has the best name? I, I don't even know his real name, but his nickname is Bruce Leroy. He's a black guy. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's great. Anyway, we probably shouldn't talk too much about MMA, but it jail fought uh, third best ratings ever in Bellator history, and he lost, and that was very sad. I want to see Cody Garbrandt fight again. Yeah, it's going to be a while. It feels like all the interesting fighters are not fighting right now. Yeah. Um, uh, Cow- isn't Cowboy fighting uh, next Saturday? Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah, I know he's fighting soon. I think Woodley he's on that fights card Wonderboy with, uh, in March. Sh- I think he's fighting on the same card as the like like the the it's headliner for that card, card is like Shavinka. Ugh, I fuck up that Polish chick's name. She's like the number two bantamweight. Maybe fighting Holly Holm. No, 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 no. That's that's a whole different thing. When is that happening? The Holly oh, yeah, Holm one forty five pound fight. Holly Holm isn't fighting a Polish chick though. No, I know she's not. She's fighting oh, that okay. uh, a black man. <laughs> Wait, what? The 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 woman that Holly Holm's fighting is a, is a dark skinned very ugly person who who could pass for a man if she had short hair um but they, there's a polish chick named who's like second in the bantamweight division who i thought was fighting somebody this coming week uh on like friday or saturday shipchenko or something it doesn't matter the um, woman i'm talking about is named jermaine de Rondami. i don't know where that will i should yeah Every time I don't know a fighter, I get a lot of feedback on that. <laughs> what? You don't know the second best 145-pound 140 girl? No. I... God, are you even a fan, idiot? <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Anyway. Huh. That's always annoying Like when you're talking about something to do with sports and you see a comment that's not necessarily wrong. Like if I see somebody who comments who like knows way more about hockey than me and they're like, actually, that's not how waivers work. And the Blues cap situation is more like this. You know, if you were a real fan, like, you know, I'm always okay with it until they do a little like, uh, and you talk as though you know. And it's like, <laughs> well, just because I don't follow all the 16-year-olds that we say, hey, pick him. Maybe he'll ter- be good someday. <laughs> like just so I don't follow that part of the sport doesn't mean I know know anything else just like you don't have to know who the best cambodian kickboxer is to care about ufc which i mean from the outside like listening in it sounds like you guys know a lot about ufc because <laughs> i don't know it. anything about we, UFC. Yeah, i assume well, well, it's, it's not, thinks of me not... as like a hockey grandmaster but i'm really not <laughs> yeah it, it i think that everything that i know is just derived from you know television and and the internet it's stuff i've read it's very little that i've like 
I, you know, I guess that's how everyone's knowledge really is coming from, except for the guys who are literally getting in their cars and going across the country and like watching these fights and like writing on a scratch pad. Yeah, yeah, this ch- it's it's only our second amateur fight, but wow, that speed that's going to mean something. And our coach is this guy <laughs> who knows Jimmy Jam, and and this is going to be for real in eight years. Like, oh, oh yeah, she's twelve. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fine though. Like 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 if you're doing scouting reports, you're a different level. But I just watch TV and 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 you know it. I, I remember what I what I hear and what I see, and then and most of it makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, I, I can usually be like, ah, really, Joe? I don't know about that. Sometimes I disagree with them, but most of the time, you know. Ronda Rousey. I disagree with ever the. Uh, so why? Joe why Rogan, I believe that I didn't know. It any seemed better. true when he said it. It seemed true when he said Joe it. Joe Rogan you know? seems like he knows everything about UFC. Like the Blues game tonight, it's in the first period now, so I'm not watching yet. But it's on NBC, and I don't watch games on NBC with any audio. I do other things with my audio because, my God, whoever they have hired to talk about what's happening in the game. Like, number one, it's a company based in Chicago, so that they always bring it back to the Blackhawks. That's fine. Like, it's expected. That's their hometown. They're going to do that. But they just say things that are wrong. Like, they just... Just announce that players who no longer play on the team have just passed the puck. They'll be like, "There's Shattenkirk, the Blues, the Blues defenseman. He's only two. Yeah, they'll be like, he's uh, like they just did this. Like I just saw someone being like the main announcer is like Shattenkirk playing great defense, promoting a lot of scoring. Opp- You'd know how great this impression was if you knew who I was talking about. <laughs> Shattenkirk promoting great scoring opportunities here. Only one defenseman with more points than Shattenkirk for St. Louis. That is. Uh, Robert Bortuzzo, only two more points. And it's like, Bortuzzo has six points this season, and <laughs> Shattenkirk has like 32. So I don't know what sheet you're reading from. <laughs> he, he doesn't even play in a lot of the games because he's not good enough. And then he'll say things like, you know, and David Backus, the kind of leadership that you need. It's like, we traded him a season ago. He's not <laughs> on the team. He plays for the Bruins now. That's like, great. who? And they'll be like, like <laughs> Blair playing tonight, too. <laughs> it's like someone gave them a, a player sheet name from like, here you go. We couldn't find This is the version from 2013. Uh, most of the players are still there. Just do your best. Like, yeah, like it's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. The it, same thing happens I, in I MMA. It, 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 like uh, Skip Bayless. I don't know what his name is. There's a very big, strong black guy. Good looking. He's not opposite Skip Bayless, but I see him talking about MMA all the time. And it's clear. Oh, and then, of course, there's the guy Skip Bayless that is opposite him. He's kind of a nerdy black guy. Um, I forget his name. But uh, anyway, none of these people know anything about fighting. Nothing. They don't say things that I can point to and and like. I they speak in generalities. They're like, yeah, you gotta give it all right there. When 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 everything's on the line, you gotta dick for that little extra. And there he is, you know, hitting him, hitting him hard. You can see, yeah, he hit him real hard there. You see that? Yeah, that's a hard hit. Yes, yeah, so I've had some hard hits, but that's a hard hit. And you're like, perfect. What, what, what kind of punch was it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, there was so many. It was a flurry. <laughs> yeah, they they speak in generalities that they're expert at not getting themselves in trouble, but it's also clear that they don't know a fucking thing about yeah. the sport. At you no know, point, they, they, they talk like, about they hard like, look how he mixes his Muay Thai with his dirty boxing. Like you're not getting that from you're no, not hearing yeah. about oh oh yeah overhand right followed by that or even that things back like, fist. This guy's take defense. You know, will this guy's takedowns beat that guy's takedown defense? You know, I can't wait to watch. This. They don't say that. They're just like. Ah, Conor McGregor's shown time and time again how much heart he has. You know, I, I guess, yeah. He's, they all have a lot of heart, I, I think. It comes up. But does like Conor is known for his shit talk about 
the opponent. Like if when they ask him stuff like, what were you thinking when you were going into that third round? Like he probably does the same thing all the athletes do where oh, they're like, you know, I want to go out there hard. I wanted to make sure I, I, my punches were on point. I wanted to do this and that. Like, they, they don't horrible. give their little generalities. He said, uh, what's he say? He says, um, timing beats speed and precision beats power. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So he's got, he's got yeah. little quotable lines like that. Yeah. He's pretty good. When he lost Connor's, to uh, Nate Diaz, he, like was like, he said he wasn't efficient with his energy or something. Does that sound right? Is that what he said? He wasn't efficient with his energy. Uh, he you know, um, basically came out too hard. And... Oh, I haven't heard in calories like it's one and out of style. You know? <laughs> <People> <laughs> I was pretty close fight when we. I, I rewatched the, the second fight yesterday, and I still. It was exactly how I remembered it, but I still don't know how Nate recovered from all those leg kicks in the first round. For the, the first round of that fight is Connor putting these awful leg kicks on, on Nate's lead foot, and to the point where he's hobbled. He's like. He can barely put his weight on it, but he's still pursuing Connor and cutting him off. Um, and it seemed like he knew that like Connor can only kick for two rounds. Connor can only kick for two rounds. He's like got a ten minute timer. He's just like he's just watching. He's like, yeah, ten minutes of this. That's all he can do. Because after two rounds of Nate crippling him, I thought he couldn't. He, take, Nate comes Nate. out for the third, or actually the yeah. And it's it seemed like Nate just forgot about his leg. He was just like, ah, oh, it doesn't hurt anymore. And it's, it's like his his leg was fine, but Connor's just gassed. From trying to chop down a fucking bamboo tree for two rounds. Yeah, Nate was so you've heard Styles make fights, right? And you know the MMA math doesn't work. Nate was like the antidote to Connor. He's really long and he's really tough, right? So Connor has this magic, you know, the touch of death they call it in his left hand. He's big, and it somehow doesn't work on Nate. And you know he had to just fight for five rounds and outpoint him, which is something Connor doesn't usually do. It was a really super fight. It, it, yeah, to, I think I, I think it all boils down to like Nate's skull is is bigger than anyone else got um, that, that that Connor fights like yeah. like it's it, it, it you know fighting is in the end is going to come down to like a math equation like right like like how much does his fit how much force is this fist that weighs this much going to exert on that skull that weighs that much and and what, what g forces are going to be created when it whips back the other way and i think that nate's head is just a little bit bigger than everybody else's head that connor you ever seen punched. the simpsons the the I, homer simpson uh reference where mm -hmm. they find out that he i can't believe you guys haven't seen this is like an old simpsons episode and it was mm -hmm. still funny they find out that the area between uh homer's brain and his or that he had like a an extra wide barrier between his actual his skull super and his thick brain skull and a small yeah. brain right and, it's yeah. like really yes. padded in there yeah basically that's what it was it just <laughs> so padded that they put him in as a professional wrestler or a professional <laughs> boxer to oh, win yeah. money on him and it turns out that just nobody on the planet can knock Homer Simpson out because <laughs> there's just, you can't, a human body can't get enough force on that cranium <laughs> to do any damage whatsoever to the brain. That's basically what's happening. Homer you know? Simpson in, head in is great. In a lesser sense, because he's not a, re a retard like Homer. I watched him but, skateboard off a cliff and land on his head, and he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, you know, that's the continuity of the show. <laughs> I, uh, my favorite episode is the chili cook-off episode. Like he goes to it, Homer's like walking around to test everybody's like super spicy chili, and he's got his own wooden spoon. He's twirling in his <laughs> fingers, and Lenny goes, "They say he made it from a larger spoon." <laughs> he's like he keeps twirling his spoon. He's testing everybody's stuff. He's like, "That's only two alarm." <laughs> 
Flanders starts crying. I know. I just wanted to seem like a big man. And he gets over there to like the chief, and the chief has a welding helmet on. (laughs) He takes the lid off his, and he's got it's glowing. He's like, these are the Caboba peppers grown on the Guamada Islands by insane asylum members. (laughs) And he's they're like striped like a yellow jacket. And as soon as Homer touches it to his tongue, he just like goes crazy and runs away. And he ends up taking candle wax and putting it in his mouth, <laughs> like swishing it around till his whole mouth is coated. And then he goes back to Chief Wiggum for more. And he just eats the peppers. He just takes the peppers out of the chili one by one and eats them. And then like just walk. He's like, don't quit your day job, Chief, whatever that is. And he walks away. And then his stomach goes. <laughs> and then he trips out and starts hallucinating in this weird bit for like two and a half minutes where he's, he's like turning into a snake and crawling into another dimension. That's a great episode. Yeah, Simpsons used to be a really good show. Yeah, it used to be funny. Do you think Simpsons got worse or you just got tired? Yeah, it got worse. Like you've seen. No, it got worse. It, like, like, like everybody agrees that I think that like after season eight or nine, uh, it started going downhill. I think seasons two through eight are supposed to be the golden years. Uh, but, but but what also happened is like other things came out that were just edgier, you know, you know that doesn't Bart's, make Simpsons worse. It doesn't make Simpsons worse, but it it changes the the, the playing field. It, it makes the Simpsons its own thing that's different. But it just their kind of humor didn't have anywhere else to go. I feel like South Park is always like one upping themselves. Like 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 when I saw Mr. Slave put Paris Hilton's entire body in his ass. Like, like he sat on her whole body and like took it. <laughs> <in her back. laughs> to me, South Park lost it. I was shocked by South Park you know, years ago when Chef was saying things you didn't expect. Now I'm numb to South Park. And it's not that South Park, like if today's episodes came out 10 years ago, I think they'd be just as impactful. But like I, South Park is just, it's run its course for me. Like, and I'm not saying it got worse. It just, it's the same thing for 10 years. I feel that way about a lot of shows. 20. Okay. Wow. Has it been 20 years? Wow. It's 20 years. I, yeah. it, like after everyone else was saying the Simpsons was bad, I haven't seen it in a while, but say you know, episode like or season like 14 or 15, everyone was like, it lost it. I'm like, these are just as good as the first ones, if not better old school. Like the first couple seasons sucked, you know, back when Homer was really mean and choked Bart too much and stuff like that. Ah, uh, no such thing. I like that. I thought some of that was uh, funny. Homer wasn't even funny back in the day. He was just like an angry, oh. drunk dad. You know, it wasn't yeah. until and when his I, relationship uh, got the, better, uh, then he got better. I finally understood the Cape Fear episode of uh, The Simpsons, Kyle, because I watched Cape Fear recently at your recommendation Sweet. when Bart is all afraid on the houseboat thing and they're sitting in there just drifting down and he's, Bart's trying to fall asleep on the scary boat and the lights <laughs> off. And then just so loudly just burst through the door and you know you see this silhouette running at him screaming going Bart do you want a brownie before you go to bed as <laughs> Homer's holding this pan of brownies and a giant brandishing a butcher knife and it just freaks out yeah! like, no. <laughs> I'm sorry buddy were you a little uh, startled yeah like oh it's so funny I have a but, topic I want to do one more topic before we wrap the show alright sure. right. what do we got so somebody wrote wrap? me but it's, it's a question that normally like we you'd have to be a Patreon guy to do but I thought we'd do it on PKN, you know, ah, sort of a because you're not a, a loophole. Thing. Yeah, right. The yeah, anyway, Trump's gonna get rid of those. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so the core of it is, am I an asshole? So this was one year ago when I was 16. Age of consent is 15 in Sweden. 
I was dating my then girlfriend, let's call her Amanda, and we had been dating for eight months. We lost all of our virginities together except kissing, which leads to the incident. Uh, when he says he lost all his virginities, I'm assuming like anal, oral, whatever, whatever. Yeah, the whole, the whole list. So I felt the relationship was going a bit downhill, and I knew it was going to end soon. I took her anal virginity, fully knowing that we were going to break up at some point, and I did one month later due to, on, over the phone due to LDR. LDR? Does that mean anything to you? Long-distance Long relationship. relationship. Nailed it, yeah. So he took her anal virginity, knowing that he was going to break up, and he did a month later on the phone. Uh, he, also, the fact that he convinced her that he would get her a small gift for Christmas and then a big one for her birthday instead of two medium-sized gifts. Of course, this was fully knowing that the big one probably wasn't going to happen. So, is this guy an asshole? Uh, it, it actually is a gradient. So mm. the the uh, the first part uh, where they're sexing or they're having sex, it's not like I feel like he is in the vision of thinking like, oh, I am the guy who grandmastered and orchestrated this whole thing and got her to like. I think like if she probably wanted to do that too with you, like you, I don't, I really doubt that you were just like over there doing all the like the reason that happened is because she wanted to as well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the thing that's what shitty, if, where you become an asshole, is that gift thing. Where why don't you just say, "Hey, I'm gonna buy." Don't, don't even bring it up. Just don't. Just buy the gifts as they come. You don't have to like temper it and be like, "I'm gonna get you a really small one, insignificant." But you know, a couple months. That's when the the train's coming. Like, no, that's the the assholey part. In that my is the assholey part. I. What if she did anal sex because she was doing anything she could to keep him? Well, even but she, but she I, had no I, reason to think that not. it's not as if he why would she think that it's not as if he offer, offered an ultimatum like either you do this or it's going to be a you, think uh, you she's know our relationship's going to take the dark a turn that the relationship isn't working out and they broke up a month later but it was a surprise sure. no, to her no, maybe you know, you know from her angle you know what it could be mm -hmm. it could be she knew it was going to wind down and she thought mm, I think I want to try this and with someone who I know it's really not going to you get out to anywhere other than this yeah we need a video do you have a video podcast. of this because i need to see i need to see exactly what happened from a, at least two angles mm. uh if you can involve a mirror i really like I that know. they're 15 the whole, like, so i don't need the video <laughs> it's just it's silly to pretend send that, like, the video to woody like, care of kyle <laughs> just like just like packages for taylor what you want to do first send them to woody okay <laughs> he will make sure that it's something good and then he will forward it on Yes, he's quality control. <laughs> <laughs> but, I think uh, the guy's an asshole. I think he's he, an he's asshole. A, the, the gift part solidifies him as an asshole. Mm -hmm. The sex part, I don't think makes him an asshole at all because I'm giving the girl enough credit that she knew what she wanted as well. And like women, like, it's not like it's just a constant game where you have to be manipulative and horrible. Like, I, I don't think this guy was like Patrick Bateman tricking this girl i think i mean the trickiest part of what he did was the whole promise of a present that will not come like that's <laughs> shitty like oh <laughs> christmas is gonna be dope you're gonna get a tablet and a laptop or you just wait you know so, but at least in his mind he, he he was he's an asshole because he did it on purpose like there's that you may say hey this girl wanted it but he felt like the relationship was going downhill so he's like well i'm gonna get anal out of this and cheap on the gift and then dump her, which is exactly what he did. He planned that. So even if she was pro-anal, right? Like in, in Taylor's scenario, um, he... She was. Well, yeah, I because guess. They did it. 
Yeah. Look, sometimes people do things even though it's not their favorite thing to do, right? The relationships work out like that. And, uh, uh, but so, they still want to do it. You know, yeah, I see it I, more I mean, I, mean like I eat broccoli, but, but, but in the end, I, I'm not, not going to eat that broccoli and be like, you know, I felt a little raped by that chef. Um, <laughs> I didn't really want it. I just, Kyle, finish I your anal sex. I didn't really want that broccoli. I just said I wanted it because I wanted to, you know, fit in and, and I didn't want to cause a big thing. But I think I better file a police report against that chef because I I, I'm all full of broccoli now. And Do you remember we had that make Heather uncomfortable thing and we asked her about anal sex? And she was like, I don't think anyone likes – girls don't like anal sex, but sometimes well, you do that. That's her own anecdotal experience. Like, mm-hmm. there are plenty of girls who love it. I knew a I girl who you. only would have anal sex. Interesting. Lots but, of them orgasm from it even more powerfully, yeah. and, and it allows you to do weird stuff to their pussy while you're fucking their ass. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get all kinds yes. of vibrators and, and like, like some sort of toy shaped like a palm tree, whatever. Good point. Yeah. But I – I don't know somehow you know, I built those, it up like, in my head. You know those mittens you can use that... to reach into an aquarium with both <laughs> hands? <laughs> Play with the fish. You know? <laughs> so, I have in my head somehow that this girl gave up her anal virginity. Uh, not unwillingly. That's not what I'm trying to say. Just you know, in an effort to save the relationship or, or would have taken it back if she knew that he was going to dump her a few weeks later. Really? I don't know that they hang on to that one. There's no hymen in your asshole, right? Like I don't I feel like your anal virginity is is much less important than your 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 vagina's virginity. You know, there, there's actually uh, actually an anatomical difference between a a, vir, a, a virgin uh, and, and a not virgin. Yeah, there's a hymen. There's a yeah, there's but a, the hymen doesn't necessarily it, it's not like it's a seal across the front. It's it's a seal inside of the vaginal canal on the way to the cervix, and it's 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 almost cl- and, and then it breaks and there's blood and it's a painful experience. I, and and there's a lot. I, so I've done some research on this. There's lots of different hymen shapes, and that like seal door aspect I think is very uncommon. Well, the, I mean, I've like, seen I porn where there was hymens. Like I haven't seen that many, but I've seen like three hymens broke broken, and they all look hmm. like that. I don't know. Um, I, I'm not a, I'm not a hymen expert by any means, but I know that, that the hymen is a thing that exists only in the vagina and not in the asshole. There is no one. <laughs> we'll agree on that. Yeah, and that's what I'm getting at. Regardless, of, you know, maybe you lost that thing horseback riding when you were eight, but uh, you know, nothing happened to your asshole that's any different uh, before or after. You a little stretching in there. I don't. My I just, parents got me a boy's like, bike. <laughs> like, like I, I just feel like this girl's not gonna be like two years from now. Like, I can't believe I gave my butthole virginity to Eric, the fifteen-year-old Swedish boy. Like, oh, <laughs> like, like, like she's just not gonna give a shit. I think, yeah, it's, it's too easy to do the damsel thing, where you're like, oh, the only reason that she would have possibly wanted to do that is because I'm so suave. It's like, no, she might have just wanted to do that as well. Like, yeah, that's on her bucket list too. Yeah. But yeah, you are an asshole for the gift thing. I don't even know why you included yeah. that. Just, just, yeah, you just. Probably, just no, don't even mention it. <laughs> you know why he did it, dude? He just has broken up with her, right? So, so mm-hmm. like he bought her the small Christmas gift, and he was like, "Hey, I'm giving you something small, but keep in mind your birthday comes in May, and you're getting something big." And he knew May was never coming, so yeah. he got off on a cheapskate gift, probably yeah. taking a medium-sized gift from her. That's your only assholeish thing. You you played Ass- some sort of like uh, a secret Santa game with your girlfriend, yeah. and you were a douchebag about it, and you cheaped out on her. But sort of manipulating the, you know, allowing the situation to flow as it will, and and getting some anal sex at the end doesn't make you an asshole, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so I voted two to one. Thing. I think he's a double asshole, and you guys think he's a single asshole. 
Yeah, but I mean, only because of the gift know, thing, really. Nice. The sexual thing, like, 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 I don't know. He would know better than us because, like, he fucked the girl. But, like, was it a situation where you were like, come on, let me do it? And she was like, no, never. I never want to do that. And he was, you were like, come on, we're going to be together come forever. Come on, drink this. So, let's, <laughs> let's, do, let's do this. Uh, I, let's say it was hypothetically her vaginal virginity. And he knew damn well he was going to break up with her a few weeks later. You know, should he have taken that, you know, knowing well, see, that he was going to dump her? Um. Yeah, but 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 see, that's also that's also a different experience uh, situation yeah. because like in in the scenario we're currently in, they're having lots of regular sex, I presume. So it's not like intimacy or sex is is a new thing. It's not like we're boldly going where no man has gone before on an intimacy level because mm -hmm. I don't think that's what anal sex is. I don't think that's bringing us closer. That's just a, a, a different kind of sex. Uh, right. I, I don't really see the big deal about her anal virginity either. Like, like no mm -hmm. one's going to ask or care. Like, I think the next guy around is probably going to be like, oh, good, so we don't have to go through that three-hour thing where we get you ready then. All right, great. <laughs> That's a, I, I hear where you're coming <laughs> from. I think that... I, I don't have like to get out my tools! My, <laughs> my tools! My tools! <laughs> <laughs> it really comes down to where her mindset is on this thing, right? You know, because I, I... Dude, I had a girl who thought about giving me her virginity, right? So this is the the summer before I dated Jackie. I was dating this other girl, my high school senior girlfriend. And uh, my lifeguard partner, so we're on the lifeguard on the beach, and my partner, who I worked with like a couple times a week, was trying to get me to fuck this girl. She was pretty, and she was a virgin. And uh, he was funny. He was like, dude, you should totally fuck Woody. He'd be so perfect for you. And I'm like, I, I I would be a good pick. And uh, he's like, you guys could meet tonight under this little lifeguard boat. You know, it'd be, it'd be awesome. He'll bring a blanket. And I'm like, not if that's what you wanted. He said, Woody's dick is small to medium size at most. He'd be a great first choice. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know, I don't know anything. That didn't matter. I take it. And uh, at that point in life, you're like, "Am I in the door? I don't care. Like, whatever." Like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and nothing ever happened. Then I, I probably wouldn't have. But uh, as a bit, I was going along with it. And I think to myself, like, would it have been evil? No. Well, I mean, because I've had a girlfriend, it would have been. But um, like the idea of a one night stand virginity take, not if that's what she was going for. You know, like if that's what she wanted and I provided it, there is no evil there. So I'll argue for some people it's the best way because some people get the thing where they put way too much weight on mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. and they think it's got to be this earth shattering, like my whole life will change. And, you know, if you build it up that much, it's just never going to live up. And so I think it might be better for some people to just knock that out of the way and get that experience under your belt and be like, OK, now we can move from here now that we've realized it's just life. There wasn't some rainbow or crazy thing. I think you the know, ideal I'd... way is within the context of a loving relationship, right? It doesn't have to be your last or whatever. Just, you know, ideally, it's two people who will feel comfortable together in a safe spot with time. And, you know, that, that's, that's first choice, in my opinion. But uh, uh, if she was, like, you know, wanting to give it a go, then that's great. I suspect <clears throat> she thought that she was this guy was more committed to her than he was by the way don't send me any pictures of that <laughs> i just want to make that clear uh, i was i was like wait did i did i literally request child porn y yeah 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 i did wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> take that back take that back yeah get your sweden heathenry out of here
Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Uh, uh, yeah, just just to be clear. Well, all right. Well, I, that guy got his question answered. I don't think you're an asshole, dude. It's it's it, the fact that you're even concerned about this and you're asking this question means you're 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 probably not an asshole. He is you an know? asshole on the gift thing. It's just whether he's a double asshole is what's in contention. Yeah, it seems like you sort of manipulated the system with that gift thing. Um, and and the determining factor of, on whether you're an asshole with a gift thing or not is did you premeditate this? Did you sit there on Amazon and go, oh, I could get her this one and then lie about a, a future gift and you I won't have to get her that one? Fully knowing the big one wasn't going to happen. Yeah, that's, a, that's it. There you that's go. That's the asshole. Yeah, that, that's the yeah. asshole move. Um, All right. All right. Uh, I won't say his username. Dude, you're an asshole. <laughs> there you go. Three P for three. <laughs> <laughs> PKN episode 128. Cock. <laughs>